Welcome back to the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast here on June 26, 2018. And on this episode, I have a very, very awesome interview with singer Tala. She just released her brand new single, Stay Here in the Sun, announced to new record label, The Duchess Records, along with that release, and has her debut album coming out, I guess, in early 2019. So I talked with her last week about a ton of stuff, that new single, that new record label, her upcoming album, and so much more. Here's my interview with her. So what inspired your latest single, Stay Here in the Sun? Um, the idea, it was an idea that I um, originally had um, developed. It was um, a demo of uh, Naughty Boy and Emily Sandoz. And um, I remember getting the track and I just loved the, the feeling of it. And I started to play with the idea of Stay Here in the Sun as a title name. And I just like love the idea of you know, like when you're in that kind of safe space or that place that makes you feel happy or whatever it is, if it's with a person, that idea of like, you know, like you're, you're sort of advising, like you're saying to the person you love, like, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want to put yourself in trouble. I, don't, I want you to stay away from harm. I want you to stay here in the sun. And I love that idea. Um, and gen, like generally just making something that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I got from the song. It has those <laughs> positive, especially summer vibes, it almost sounds like throughout it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also saw that your last EP was released a couple years ago, and then I read that in the time since you've been putting in a lot of work in the studio. Uh, I saw read sometimes you're making three songs in a week. What inspired (laughs) all of that creativity? I actually went through something really traumatic last year, and I'd broken up with um, someone I'd been with for a very long time, and it was very traumatic at the time. And I remember I just went into, like, hibernation, and I had this whole album ready really it was about 40 songs I was going to go through and I just thought I need to scrap this because I can't relate to it and I can't see myself in these songs right now you know maybe I'll come back to them later and at that time I just had so much to say there was so many feelings and emotions and I just it was like therapy for me really I'd say that's what fully inspired me so I would just hibernate in the studio and I just had all these lyrics that I'd written on my phone and I'd just start making a beat and it would all just come out like naturally. Um, it was a really interesting process to be honest. Mm-hmm. Did you scrap a lot of that because was it more, I mean you had a traumatic experience, was it a more a negative feeling to that project? It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was negative, it just didn't feel honest. That was the main thing, you know, I think, I think it's so important for, for music to feel honest and as an artist for me as an artist I like my work needs to feel real and honest and that's what I attract to when I listen to something um, and it just didn't feel I couldn't relate to it anymore you know every my whole world had been turned upside down and there was just it just it wasn't me anymore mm-hmm. yeah I feel like you can always tell when an artist maybe steps outside what what's actually going on what's actually truthful with them because when they stay in those boundaries when they do what's actually you know in their lives it's actually how they feel then you get a different sense of their music and i i, I appreciate that you would you know re- go through your music with a fine-tooth comb kind of like that and really dissect and go through those 40 tracks and say hey that's not me i gotta work on something else yeah and you know i i did i have kept maybe like two of the songs that potentially will be on the album but out of 40, you know, it was like 38 didn't make it. But I think that's that's a that's really a great part of the process because then you will separate, you know, the really amazing songs that really represent, you know, that phase of your, you know, you as an artist right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's a that's a big library, for, I guess, for yourself. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you you made those forty songs. You just felt like they weren't yours. You you kept two of them, but what kind of signified, I guess, the shift into making uh, the majority, I guess, of the music on this upcoming album you have coming out early next year? You know, at the time when I was making it, I don't think I had an end goal in sight, if that makes sense. I was just in this sort of weird bubble where I was hibernating in my studio and I was just making all these songs in the same place. So it was, I was very internalized. I was just working with um, you know, one other person who was writing with me and I didn't have like loads of people coming in and out of my studio. It was very, it was very intimate. Right. And I didn't have this end goal. So it, at the time I don't, it was, it was weird. I didn't realize I had an album. <laughs> I just did like three months of that. And then I got to the end of it and I remember thinking, I've got so much music here and I had it all in a playlist and I remember listening through it. And I was like, this is actually a story and there's actually a thread between all this, all these songs and all these ideas. There's like a really strong thread. And I think, you know, for me, I'm quite old school. I like an old school album. I like it to run from, you know, intro to outro. I want it to make sense. And for me, that made sense. I was like, this is this is a story. I love it. But um, that was really the, the thing, I think. It was the thread between all the songs that I didn't even realize was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works out sometimes. My favorite yeah. albums are always, you know, the ones that run intro to outro, and you have that that consistent storyline throughout. And I think that's the power, I guess, behind the, the the medium that an album gives you as an artist is to have a story throughout one singular project. Um, but, so, I, so I think that's an awesome idea. So, what kind of story is this? Is it more of like a narrative? Is it more just an emotional kind of story? I'm kind of wondering what kind of thread this has. I'd say, I mean. For me, it was a very liber- liberating process what I went through. I'd, it was almost like I found a voice that I didn't really think I had. It was out of something very negative and traumatic. I actually felt very free and I felt quite empowered by it, if that makes sense. Almost like a cathartic experience that I went through during that time up until now. And um, I'd say that's pretty much the story. It really just tells. It's like from, it's the process I'm going through. And I, fe- I feel like you know hopefully there will be someone that can relate to that or they can take from that and it's it's definitely not like a negative or a a negative kind of like some sort of breakup album or like that it's it's pretty much the feeling of being liberated or empowered by a very you know a negative moment in your life or what everyone goes through Mm -hmm. trauma or whatever it is you're taking what could be a negative experience and i guess finding the silver lining or the positive aspects of it yeah, like empowering yourself with it, you know? There's almost that thing of like, it's like when you strip yourself bare and you have nothing, right? It's almost, it's a really frightening thing. It can be really scary. But at the same time, I think it really empowers you. It's it's that kind of thing, you know? It's almost like quite freeing, I think, when you go through things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, yeah, definitely. Whenever you kind of let go to move forward. <laughs> and I also saw that a lot, you know, you mentioned this as well, that a lot of it was uh, made by you whether there was producing writing there's a couple other yeah. people you said came in and out but it was mainly you were involved in almost every part of the song is that why you think this almost free and liberating feeling came through was because you didn't really have to rely on anyone else you were able to do it all yourself this is all you and so you got that empowerment feeling through in your music as well i definitely say that it's definitely like part of it in the sense that i mean i, I would always say that 
it's something that has always been with me from like the you know when I started that I I like to I like the fact that I don't have to really rely on people to get things done because I've just had to just I've had to you know do it for myself really but I think the album I've obviously never made an album I've never made a body of work like this and obviously it's, it's a huge amount of workload and but it is really it's really rewarding to see that body of work and think wow I've actually really created this like I really have created this from start to finish and you know you know whether or not I don't know someone loves it or hate it you know that was made that was made by you it was like actually created in in this in one space as well I didn't that was a different experience for me not working you know here there and everywhere and having songs with different people it was just like it was very much made in my studio here in London and the whole body of work came from here yeah, and, it's, and when you make it in one spot, I've definitely heard from de- many different musicians. Is sometimes yeah. what that can afford is creating a, a, a feeling throughout it, creating this a similar kind of like you like you've said the thread. A lot of times, working in the same space helps you to tell that story because it's not a change of scenery for every single song. Definitely, and I, you know, your the change of scenery scenery really impacts the music you make. I really believe in that, um, and I think for me. You know, just being in my studio here and hibernating, um, that was that was the, the the best thing I could have done because suddenly I had this thread and I had it all sounded coherent. You know, that was an amazing part of it as well. It all sounds like it's come from the same place. Yeah, I'm certainly excited for this this album you have. But in addition to announcing this single, you also announced that you've started your own label, Duchess Records. Can you tell me a little bit about this? Yeah, I mean. I had this idea for a while. I was actually like, you know, playing with the idea of it, you know, a few years back. Um, And I just thought, well, when we were, you know, coming to putting out Stay Here in the Sun, I just thought, I've already kind of got the the Duchess, like, I'm building on that brand. I just thought it would be so cool to have it come out under my imprint. And I think it really marks this new chapter for me. Um, And yeah, and and in the way that the album was made, I guess, it's nice to be able to like put it out under my own in- imprint, which is nice, my own label. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a very, I guess, another, le- um, another level of the empowerment there is that not, not only do you make all the music now, but now you're, in a way, it's coming under every part of the distribution as well. It's going to be uh, attached to your, your record label name under that as well. Yeah. And obviously it is, it's like, the, uh, it is quite scary at first I was like oh god it's this is a lot but at the same time it's again it's so rewarding it's such a nice feeling um to be able to be able to do it like this mm-hmm. I think record labels for music when musicians have their own record labels it kind of offers whatever they really want whether it's just for them for themselves to just have their personal creative freedom just for the as an individual or I mean I know you've done a lot of work on the production and writing side as well it could be an yeah. easy way for you to help other artists and get more on the production side by getting other artists to sign into your own imprint. For sure, and that's something that, you know, obviously I'd love to be able to do in the future. Hopefully I'll be in that position where, you know, maybe I could be able to develop an artist or something like that. Because I feel like there's not enough time that's given to artists to develop these days, especially when they sign to labels, you know? That's something I'd really love to be part of. Um, And yeah, that's definitely a goal. That's one of my goals for like the future, for sure. I'd have to agree with that statement you just said that I feel like artists don't get enough time to develop. It mm-hmm. seems like you already have to be a fully developed artist or an artist with some breakout hit and they expect you to hit, just get another breakout hit real quick. 
and there's not much emphasis put on signing a person who has talent but might be a little raw and giving them some time with you know better producers or whatever to to develop that talent into something that's a really good finished product right and like nurturing it and i think the part of the problem is is i'd say the majority of artists that you know do sign especially like major labels for instance because the pressure is on the majority aren't actually ready you know there's a lot of nurturing that needs to happen before you go and you maybe start that journey because the worst part is is when you if you're rushed and you're pressured to put something out and you as an artist look back you know a couple years later and you're like i wish i never did that it doesn't make sense to me it wasn't the kind of project i wanted to do you know it feels very out of your own your own hands Mm -hmm. and i think i can you can look at your your discography and how you've released music and like i said your last ep i think it came back in um, 2016 and if this album comes out in early 2019 there's a gap there but for what i'm for what i'm getting at is this, this single as well is that it's that you took the time to develop the music you took the time to put out to put a really good finished product out there because anybody can kind of release an album every several months or every year or so and just rush it real quick but it takes you know real time and talent i guess to really develop it into something that is stands out from the rest i i agree and i i think you know the idea of making an album as well i think you know you want to be i want to be really proud of that it's my first ever album i've ever put out so i want to be really proud of that and i don't want it to be something that i just rushed and i you know I felt pressured to just put all these songs together and be like, this is an album. I just, I really wanted to take my time with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm definitely, I'm definitely hearing that you said, oh, you scrapped 38 songs. I mean, you really went in there. You really went in on that creative process. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I'd heard about other, like I'd heard stories from other artists I know. And I, you know, just hearing stories of some of my favorite artists. And you always, you hear that thing where it's like, I had the album, I went to the label, you know, it wasn't right or whatever I went away and I made this whole new album and I came back and I made it in like literally like three weeks in my bedroom or something you know it's something ridiculous like how do you make an album like in three weeks but it's it's crazy how that can work because you know those 40 songs that made that folder I probably was making them over a span of I don't know two years I mean it was more than 40 songs but I'd whittled it down to those right and when I think about it, what I did in three months is actually crazy in comparison, you know, when you actually think of it in that kind of a way. Um, and, yeah, it is amazing how I think sometimes you think you're you're not capable of being able to, like, produce at that rate, but you can. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. It's incredible sometimes to see what you're capable of as an artist. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think sometimes it's like life as well. I do. But I believe in that kind of stuff. Like you need experiences, like you need to live. And that's what is going to go into your music. That's where feelings and emotions come from. You know, you can't just force yourself to create. It can't be like, I just need to like bang out another tune. That's, that's not, that's not how I work anyway, you know. So for me, it's like this, this whole stuff that I went through, actually, it spurred me on to creating the album. So I'm actually quite grateful of it in that sense. Well, that's that sounds awesome. And now I just want to ask one last question. So now, following the single, we know that you, I've heard that the album is projected for an early 2019 release. So, what are yeah. your plans from, I guess, now until then? Uh, I'm just going to be dropping loads of music. That's the plan. I have a video as well um, that we're going to, I think, um, will be coming. I actually don't want to say dates because, uh, but we've got like yeah some singles that I'm going to be dropping. Um, I also have something that I'm doing um, with Splice as well. 
Um, I'm actually releasing a sample kit, which is due to come out pretty soon, which I'm really excited about because a lot of the sounds and um, samples and stuff, a lot of those are part, you know, I've been using my album, so it's quite exciting to be able to put that out there as well. Um, and yeah, lots of other little bits as well. Some other songs and stuff coming out. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I'm looking forward to any new music you release or anything, I guess, Sample Kids videos, anything. Thanks, Jackson. A big thanks to Tala. Remember, go check out her single, Stay Here in the Sun. And look out for any new music from her, because she's going to have a ton of new stuff coming out soon, she said, including that debut album slated for an early 2019 release. With that, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Remember, you can catch the radio show on 107.9 FM in southern New Jersey on Tuesdays, 10 to 12 a.m., 10 to 12, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. noon, right there in the morning. Don't want you guys thinking it's late at night. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen in online, live, wrmlradio.org, so you can listen in anywhere you have an internet connection. Also, the podcast features all the interviews from the show in case you can't listen to the show live, and that's right here on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and now YouTube. So go check out all those episodes, all those past episodes and all those great interviews. Also, in addition to this podcast, I do the Jackson Neal Music Podcast and the Jackson Neal Sports Podcast, which are in the same exact feeds as this one, and those are updated three to four times throughout the week, and I talk about, guess what, sports and music, so check those out as well. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at JacksonNeal20. I, I put a ton of extra content there, my thoughts on sports, music, and other news, uh, snippets of interviews I do, and a ton of other great stuff. So go follow me there as well on Twitter and Instagram, JacksonNeal20, no caps or spaces. With that, that's it for this edition of Anything Goes to Jackson Neal. I'll see you all next Tuesday, and thank you for listening.